live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. That's right. <laughs> I could not be more happy. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back in New Hampshire, back in my wonderful lives, free or die, granite state of New Hampshire, and more importantly, right back here in the Live from America studio. Folks, thank you so very much for tuning in today. It is Friday. April 30th. It's already April 30th, 2021. Can you actually believe it? <clears throat> I, you guys, I don't even know. You know how that is. You know how it is when you get home from somewhere, right? Especially when you went where I went. You get home, you see your family, you love them. And the whole trip, all I'm doing is thinking of, I'm thinking of three things. I'm thinking of um, my family. I'm thinking of all of you, the Live from America audience. And I'm thinking um, of my relationship with God the entire way, the entire way. We had fun, we had uh, laughs, we had cries, we had much prayer, we had Bible studies. It was just, it was, it was in a phenomenal trip, and we're going to talk about that today. But first and foremost, I just want to say welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God fearing, but God loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot. And uh, first and foremost, what I want to do is I want to give I, I, I want to give some shine and some spotlight right now to those who are watching live on social media. If you're watching live on YouTube, I want to say thank you. I'm about ready to do some shout outs. Those that listen to the podcast, I'm very sorry we have not been able to record for the podcast since I was gone. <clears throat> but I will work on that for the next time I'm out on my um, on the next leg of the Save America Freedom Tour, and we'll make sure that we're a little bit more efficient uh, so to bring you the show from the road. It was extremely hard. <laughs> I tried. I did. But to keep up on the news, to gather all of the information, to do the research while out on the road, it's almost impossible. So anyway, let's get right to some live shout-outs, shall we? Um, Leanne Heffernan, good morning. David Kraft, Good to be back, brother. Thank you so very much. Doug Lowry from OHIO says, welcome back. Thank you very much, Doug. I appreciate that. Melissa Barlow, <clears throat> I appreciate that. Barry Ham- or Perry, excuse me, Perry Hampton. Wendy Maxwell from Minnesota. You know what? Uh, Mike Lindell must have done all of you uh, folks in Minnesota proud. Uh, going into the Lions Den, going on Jimmy Kimmel and representing, right? Uh, Dale Bailey, good to see you from Pennsylvania. We're coming to you next. Jennifer, how are you from Delaware? She says, thanks for the coverage during your travels. Thank you, Jennifer. Karen Storm is watching from the wonderful great state of South Dakota. Brittany Runge says, welcome back. Stacy Kobuchi, um, good to see you. She's also from PA. Lauren Cole. <clears throat> she's from Poca, uh, uh, the Poconos, PA as well. Phyllis Strickland from the uh, Sunshine State of Florida. Hello, Phyllis. Good to see you. Colleen Hughes says, wow, Italy in the house. Yes, Colleen, thank you very much. Uh, Dara, uh, Dara Eusen says, there's the man of the hour. God is always the man of the hour. But I'm just happy to be here with all of you. Please, while I'm doing these shout-outs, if you guys could, we haven't done some sharing in a while because I've been gone, get these shares out. A lot of people don't know I'm back. A lot of people are not familiar with the fact that when we bounce from one 
platform to another that we're actually live. We really want to get the word out that we are live, and a lot of people will not be notified until we're about 10 minutes in. Mark Dodson from Arizona. A lot going on in Arizona. Deborah Yoakum, thank you very much, Deborah, for you, for keeping in contact with me while I'm gone, for sending the the uh, the, the voice messages, I mean the, uh, the video messages via Telegram. Janie Coleman says, welcome back. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so very much. Andrea Lloyd says, here we go. Tina Tobiasen, good morning from Montana. Rosario Barbera, I'd like to say happy birthday to your 11-year-old daughter, Angelique Barbera. Angelique, happy birthday, 11 years old. That's that's truly incredible. You're one step closer to being a teenager. Who don't give your mom a hard time <laughs> as you become a teenager? I know things will be different. You'll be thinking different. A lot of things will be going on. But love your mother. Love love God. And uh, and just keep going. We'll give a couple more shout-outs here because it's been a while. Karen Lindner from Wisconsin. Don Ricardo says, welcome back. Jay Van Brown says, glad to see your show again. We all missed you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And one more. Let's give it to Kelly Fullen says, no, thank you. God bless you, Kelly. God bless all of you who are watching. It's truly incredible to be back. I want to give some special shout-outs, and you'll see that I have put them in the, the scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. I'd like to give a special shout-out to Marina Lindblom. As I, When I got back, there was a bunch of, a bunch of presents, a bunch of gifts, a bunch of stuff that you guys sent, personal items, things you made. I have not had a chance to go through them yet. My wife did take care of things here while I was gone, but I haven't personally been through them. There's a lot to go through. I will show those later on, but I seen this right when I first walked in, and it's a coffee cup, and it says, nobody cares, uh, and on the other side, it says, come on, man, so thank you, uh, Marina Lindblom, and I can't think of a better time to slurp my coffee than right now. Mmm. Celia, Bra- uh, Celia Brzee says, you never give me a shout-out. Celia, I just saw it. I love you. Shout-out to you and wherever it is you're from. So, uh, happy birthday to Angelique. Big shout-out to Marina Lindblom. Special shout-out to Deborah Yoakum. Special shout-out to all of the Real America's Voice team. It was truly an honor to be on the road with you guys. True professionals, people who will not uh, change the way I look. They let me wear my sunglasses. They let me, let me wear my Live from America hats. They let me represent. They did not, like most news stations would be like, can you please take off your sunglasses? And I would say, uh, nope, I won't. <laughs> and I'd also like for you guys, I, I would ask for all of your prayers right now. <clears throat> prayers for Paul Janie's wife. And Paul, I hope I say your last name right. It could be Janie. But Paul Janie watches the show. His wife is going into surgery to have her spleen removed. So, uh, Lord, if you can please, please cover her in an armor of God. Help her during this process. We know that you'll be with her. And folks, I will ask you, as a Live from America family member, to pray for Paul Janie and his wife during this surgery right now and you know folks what that time it is now now it leads us into the low uh to the uh verse of the day and then we get to go to the lord's prayer my two favorite segments of live from america and i will tell you that i spoke all about this show i spoke all about all of you and your dedication to this show and your dedication to making sure that america stays america and people were so impressed by your dedication your support and they were so impressed that you guys were the ones that actually pulled me from a career 
to do this as a career and they could not believe that you guys are sustaining this show and 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 for me to make a living and they were they're like how does that even happen and i said god's grace it's the only thing that i can think of so let's get to the verse of the day today ladies and gentlemen it is john 8:32 john 8:32 and i and i picked this verse this morning for a very 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 specific reason which i will read to you after we read the verse of the day it says John 8.32, if you have your Bibles out, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I picked that verse for a very specific reason, and this is what I wrote this morning in my newsletter, if you are signed up for my newsletter, on JeremyHarrell2Rs2Ls.com. It says this, This verse rings true more to me now than ever. The Bible is an amazing, living, breathing book with a constant, never-changing message. However, the message is relevant to many different situations in your life. Truth. Truth sets you free in the mind, the body, and the spirit. If you go to the doctor and he sees that you have cancer, you don't want him to lie to you in order to save you from crying fear, anxiety, or depression. No, you want the truth so that you can work on fixing the problem. Same goes for everything else. In the, con- <clears throat> in the context of what I witnessed at the border, the truth of the crisis there is needed in order to fix the problem. Unfortunately, the media doesn't want to address the truth of what is happening, so the general public doesn't know or believe that there is a humanitarian and an illegal crisis happening daily. Because of that, children are smuggled, raped, tortured, sold, and enslaved. And the same with adults. And because of that, the United States of America is now, once again, the number one slave trade capital of the world. Think about that, folks. I'm going to stop here reading for a minute. I found that out while I was in Texas talking to Attorney General Ken Paxton there in Texas, talking to the um, Texas state troopers who were assigned to these boats, these gunner boats, to protect their borders. They informed me that Canada and the United States are number one and number two for slave trade in the world. Unbelievable. The land of the free and the home of of the brave is now known for slave trade. And who's to blame? The politicians who have been voted in by we the people. The media ignoring it in order to bash the people trying to get the truth out and label them racist or terrorists like myself. But we have the promise of God Almighty that the truth will set us free in this very verse. Not just us, but the people who are witnessing these atrocities firsthand as well. We need to address our, platform, our problems as children of God and a, a nation of freedom if we truly do want to be free from these kinds of iniquities. God will judge those who try to stop the truth. God will handle those complicit. Justice will be done. However, we, as soldiers of God, have an obligation to first seek the truth and second expose it and shed light on what is really happening Can I get an amen in the comments, ladies and gentlemen? Can I get an amen in the comments? 
Truth, ladies and gentlemen. Truth shall set you free. And I said this on air while I was down with Real America's Voice. Sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes the truth is hard to hear. But if you don't have the truth, you cannot get to the root of the problem, which means you cannot fix the problem. And because Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, the rest of the woke world and the left will not go to the border and bring you the truth, it's up to you. It's up to Ben Berkwams of the world. It's up to the Real America's Voices of the world. It's up to the Jeremy Harrells of the world to get down there and get the truth out, whether it's with uh, election integrity or whether it's with the problems at the border. We are soldiers of God, and we will get this truth out one way or another. Amen? All right, let's get to the Lord's Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Please, you know the drill. And if you're new to the show because you saw the Real America's Voice specials with the Save America Freedom Tour bus, if you saw that and you're tuning in for the very first time, we always say the Lord's Prayer before we start. Because it's powerful, it is the gospel, and it's what keeps us grounded, and it's what gives our attention to God before we do anything else. So... Say it loud from your lips to his ears so he can rejoice. Or if you can't, or for some reason you just don't want to because maybe you're embarrassed because you're around coworkers or whatever, say it inside for the spirit to hear it. Okay? Here we go. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I'd like to give a big, huge shout out to my friend Angel at Mountain Life for finally getting... I finally got the new Live from America hats in. I got a dark gray like this. I got a lighter gray like my other one. And she has another shipment coming, which is more of a curved baseball cap hat. We will get these and the combination sunglasses online next week. Hopefully by Monday, but definitely next week for you guys to purchase. And then that way you can start representing your Live from America family in a different way. And I want to say God bless you, Angel. God bless your husband. And thank you. And the next round is going to be going to Kind Embroidery to Barbara Naylor to get those Hip Hop Patriot Party hats and those Never Bet Against Trump hats out as well. Got to do it in stages. And uh, I just want to thank you all. I want to thank uh, Revival. I want to thank uh, everybody who works with America, uh, Live from America to make sure that we all work together. Uh, These are not fitted. No, these are snapbacks, actually. Um, I'm just answering Larry's question. These are actually snapback hats, but they're beautiful, and I love them. Uh, Sheck says, what would happen if thousands of us showed up at the border to protest? What do you think would happen out of curiosity? Well, I can tell you what I know from firsthand what these landowners down there said. If you try, you can protest. That's great. We can go down there in droves and protest. That's amazing. There are landowners who will let us do that. There are landowners who will let us be right on their land, right on the Rio Grande River. However, if you try to impede, stop, or or in any way uh, stop people from invading our land, or even the landowners themselves try to stop them, they will be arrested and charged with felonies. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Biden's doing. Okay? <clears throat> Darlene says, donate to Live from America. We need Jeremy. Yes, that's true. If you can, that's great. If you can't, I'm just going to rely on God to make sure the show continues to go. 
okay? And I want to, before we get to the first and foremost section of the day, if you haven't liked or shared this video yet, please do so. Just jump out of the chat, like and share it. And also, at the bottom of the uh, screen, you'll see my social media. Uh, follow me on all social media because if you don't see me live here on YouTube or if you don't see me somewhere, then you need to go to my other uh, stations because something happened. I will never miss a show unless I tell you prior to that show that we're going to miss a show. Okay, and, and even all the way up till yesterday, I had people going, where were you? Where are you? I can't find you. It's very, 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 very important, ladies and gentlemen, for you to know where to follow me and where to find me. So that if any trickery happens or any malarkey happens from resident corn pop and his hairy legs in the White House, then um, or his lackeys in, in the left wing uh, platforms, then you know where to find the show. You never want to miss a show. All right, folks, the first and foremost section of today is going to be Biden's failure of an address to joint Congress. And let me just say, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to get it right out of the way right now. And we're going to go ahead and give him. Come on. Where is it? There it is. We're going to go ahead and give Biden. Boom. Right in the swamp donkey bucket. The first dumb, dumb of the day. Why? Let me read you. And I'm sure some of you have watched it just out of uh, just out of laughter. But let me read you some of the quotes from resident corn pop, the illegal resident of our White House that made me sick to my stomach when I read them, okay? And I did not watch the whole thing. Why? Because I didn't want to fall into a coma and never be able to do Live from America again. Had I watched even a half an hour of that debacle of a speech, I probably would have literally fell into a coma and they would have had to pull the plug sooner or later because I would have never woken up. That is how boring and that is how ridiculous of a speech it was. It what You know what? I will watch address an address from a, a, a legal president to a joint session of con Congress. I will not watch or give my time to that crap show that some of you might have watched. Here's the first thing that I noticed he said, so I had to make sure I, I, I took it down. <clears throat> this is Resident Biden, one of the quotes from his terrible, terrible speech. I inherited a nation in crisis, the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Now, just after 100 days, I can report to the nation, America is on the move again. Well, President Joe Biden, you are correct about one thing. America is definitely on the move again. Backwards. Walking backwards. When you become the slave trade capital of the world, in the free world, in a free nation, home of the free, land of the brave, that all is... The directly, who's, who's responsible for that? The Democrats. And nothing changes. Some things never change. The Democrats are the slave party of the past. The Democrats are the slave party of the present. And the Democrats will continue to be the slave party of the future. Don't believe me? Why don't you do some research and find out who started the KKK? Why don't you do some research and who did not want schools integrated and wanted to keep them segregated? Why don't you do some research on what Lyndon B. Johnson, a far-left Democrat, said himself? If you don't have the ability to research, let me give you an idea of what he said without using the actual word. I will have those N-words voting Democrat for the next hundred years. That is the party of Joe Biden. That is the party of Jim Crow. That is the party of the KKK. And that is the party ladies and gentlemen, of the Democrats. Now, I have to stop real quick because somebody, Angela says, you're losing weight, you look great. Yes, I lost about 10 pounds on this trip and my goal is 60 pounds. When I saw myself on camera, like on TV camera, 
<laughs> I don't know if it adds 20 pounds or, or if I add 20 pounds. Matter of fact, there was one point during this whole time where I asked the crowd, does this, does this shirt make my stomach look fat? I mean, I said, does my, does my stomach make this shirt look fat is what I said. And it was incredibly how bloated I was down there. So I instantly started losing weight. I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of God's temple, which is my body. Moving on. Here's something else that uh, resident Harry legs said. There is simply no reason why the blades for wind turbines can't be built in Pittsburgh instead of Beijing. Well, duh. Well, duh, Joe. The problem is you have contracts with China and Beijing right now as we speak. You and your pedophile crackhead son work with China as we speak. So that right there is a lie. Then he says this, let's raise the minimum wage to $15. No one working for 40 hours a week should live below the poverty line. Okay, Joe. Well, let me just give you basic economics again since you're clearly, clearly too stupid to understand just basic, the most basic of economics. When you raise the prices of things, especially during inflation, and you make, make employers pay their employees more during inflation, and why are we having inflation? Because you're passing trillions and trillions of dollars of worthless bills that aren't going back into America, that are actually paying to see why coral, fish react to coral in a different way. You're paying other countries. You're paying other countries to do genetic studies and find out why it's, not go, why it's okay or why it's not okay for a boy to be a girl and a girl to be a boy. That money's not going back into our economy, so you're printing money. And when you print money, gallon of milk goes up, a gallon of gas goes up, a loaf of bread goes up, and then you want to pass on a $15 minimum to employers who will then not be able to even pay their employees because they can't cover the cost of the inflation of the of the products going up. They can't make money, so they're not going to hire. What you're going to actually do is you're going to pass that all the way down to you and I, the consumer. And when we don't make illegal money from China, like Beijing Biden and the rest of his mob crime family who does crack and, and uh, has pedophilia on their laptops, then that hurts us. So we don't buy as much. So we stay home. We don't go out. We don't go to restaurants. We don't go to stores. We don't buy things. You get it, Joe? It's not that hard to figure out, Joe. So, in the famous words of President Trump, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You, my friend, are, shouldn't even be there to be fired to begin with. How do you fire somebody who's illegally in a position? I don't know. I truly don't know. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the ratings. The ratings. He had 11 point what, 11.6 million people watch it? That's what they put out initially. Now CNN and MSNBC are raking in as many numbers as they can get from different platforms, from their social media platforms, from their uh, from their posts. They're trying to do everything they can to jump those numbers up. So it went from 11.6 million, and then overnight they said, oh, no, no, we found another 11 million, just like they did on election night. Just like they did on November 3rd. Oh, we found another 11 million viewers. No, you didn't. Because you can go to everybody's YouTube page who was running that um, that joint address to Congress. And every one of those YouTube pages have more dislikes than likes. How does that happen for a president who got 83 million um, votes? How does that happen? Or better yet, how does it happen that a president only gets 11 and some odd million viewers to watch the joint address to Congress? When the 
last previous years were in the 30s and the 40 millions. That means you got one third of what President Trump did. When you go out there and you get zero people at a rally, except for the ones that are standing in their little circles, you get nobody to show up when Kamala Harris goes anywhere. You get twice as many dislikes on all social media platforms than you do likes, and you get a third of the viewership than Let me just tell you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand that that man did not get 83 million votes, period, point blank. That's it. It's over. And we're going to we're going to expose it, which is why they're freaking out about Arizona. Okay, but we'll get to that in a minute. So here's another funny thing about that. Biden, his in 2021, his his little address that he just did, CNN polled all of their viewers, which are all Democrats, by the way. They pulled all of their pulled all of their viewers, and even their viewers only gave a fifty one percent approval rating to Biden for what he said during his speech. Those same viewers at CNN in twenty seventeen gave President Trump fifty seven percent approval rating. So you know we got to do it, Joe Biden. I don't think anybody in the country uh, would disagree with me when I say. Just like this wonderful, beautiful cup right here, nobody cares about you, nobody cares about, everybody cares about what you're doing, but nobody cares about what you have to say. Nobody cares about what you have to mumble. Nobody cares about what you have to, if if you trip upstairs. Nobody cares if you can't find your mask because it's in your pocket. And you know, how many times does he say, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble if I don't, if I don't, if I only take one more question. I can only take one more question. I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, I better find my mask or I'm going to get in trouble. Who are you going to be in trouble to, Joe? Oh, Obama? Who would you be in trouble to? Who would possibly be mad at you if you're the president of the United States? Ah, see, dummies like Biden slip up constantly. And Democrats and liberals always expose themselves. Give them enough rope and they'll expose themselves. And it's what this guy does constantly. Please, if you like what I'm saying, if you agree with what I'm saying, then don't be scared. Like and share this video. We got about 1,900 people watching on YouTube alone right now. We got about 870 likes. Smash that like button and let YouTube know that you like this more than people liked Joe Biden's speeches. How about that? Mm. So let's see, what else did he say? What else does this loser say? Oh, universal public schools and college aid opened wide the doors of opportunities. And now we're on Mars discovering vaccines, gave us the internet and so much more. No, 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 no. You didn't discover the vaccine. You didn't do anything. You had, you literally have done nothing. You didn't go to Mars. You didn't build anything. You didn't create anything. You didn't invent anything. Your entire life you've been pulling and sucking off the teat of the taxpayer and doing illegal things in the process. Dumb, dumb. What else did he say? Oh, we the people are the government. No, 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 no. <laughs> we the people are we the people. The government works for we the people. They are an employee of we the people. We the people are not the government, dummy. And then he says this, we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies determine to be the most lethal terrorist threat to homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism dun 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 Nobody cares. so 
in light of the fact that these swamp donkey Democrats are literally just that, swamp donkey Democrats. My donors, I told you that you were going to get a present, right? Now, I'm working very hard to make sure that I do this. There's a lot of donors. There's a lot of people to sit down and literally write addresses to. But here's what you're getting in the mail, by the way. You are getting your very own waterproof. So it can go on your car. It can go on your window of your car. It can go anywhere you want. Your very own Swamp Donkey Democrat. So if you are a monthly donor to this page, or if you've donated in the past, you, if you've sent your donor, if you've sent your donor address to me in an email, you will get a Swamp Donkey Democrat sticker of your very own. So you can get out there and represent exactly what you think of these Swamp Donkey Democrats. Check that out. Isn't that awesome? That is so cool, isn't it? It might take a few weeks for you to get yours, but I will give them out. So hopefully you like these. Hopefully it's a good present, and I'll try to get them out to you as soon as I possibly can, okay? <laughs> Swamp Donkey Democrats. Hee-haw! <laughs> mm, mm-mm-mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be quite a long show. We're probably going to go over an hour. I apologize. I thank you for giving me some of your time. If it goes over and you can't watch the rest, make sure you watch later because I am about to re- about ready to get down to my trip. I'm going to break down my trip to you, what I found out, and I'm sure I'm missing some things. Uh, I will be putting together a documentary, an entire long documentary of video interviews, pictures, everything that you're not going to see right now because it was just, it would take too long. And I'm going to, over the next week, I'm going to put it all together and I'm going to make a little documentary, probably an hour long of everything that I got to witness. And some of the interviews that you guys um, get to hear, you haven't heard yet. Most of them I have not posted yet. So wait until you hear what people around the world have been saying about the border and about election integrity. It's going to blow your mind, and I can't wait to get that out to you. But, but in the meantime, let's talk about my trip. So, in order to do that, I want to show you guys some of the footage that came from Real America's Voice News. Big shout out to Real America's Voice News, the only news station that I listen to every day. And I'm not just saying that because they were willing to partner with me and all of you. I'm saying that because these guys are truly, truly the best news station I've ever seen. I've worked with a lot of news stations. I've talked to a lot of people that work in the news. And Real America's Voice is truly Real America's Voice. R-A-V-T-V. You definitely, ladies and gentlemen, could not be more like-minded with people than what you see on here. And they will give liberals a chance to say something. They're not so biased that they're not going to give you the other point of view. Okay? But folks, what a wonderful team. Let me show you some footage from along the way, some of Ban- some, we were on Bannon three different times. Bannon, by the way, we made him laugh so much when I was at the Star Cafe and I said something about Dr. Fauci that made the crowd go boo and Bannon loved it. He loves life from America. He loves all of you. He understands that his audience is very much like my audience. Okay. Um, so let's show you some video footage right now from Real America's Voice News while we were out there. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat>
Good afternoon, everybody. Good morning to those of you on the West Coast. I am so excited to be anchoring this special coverage of the Save America Freedom Tour. You guys, this is going to be something that is going to be all across America. We will be crisscrossing the country, and you will have the opportunity to travel to a city nearby or maybe even your city to come out and see this bus. It is it's spectacular. I just saw it. I will actually see it in person next week when I am on the ground in Texas with our correspondent, Ben Burkwam. We will be on the border in McAllen, Texas, and we are so excited to bring you information and news as it is breaking from the road. Ben Burkwam, you are down there on the ground in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I know that there are some woke corporations who don't view Atlanta as a worthy location for their events, but we here at Real America's Voice, we see Atlanta otherwise. Well, absolutely, and in fact, it, it's a critical place to really start this journey from, starting here in Atlanta, uh, where this battle is going on. We've seen what happened with the election first, and then the election laws that they passed in order to preserve the integrity of our elections going forward for 2022 and 2024. That's why we're actually starting here. This is the one of the, the pivotal locations in this battle for America, for the freedom of this country. So we're going to be talking about elections. Uh, we're starting here at the Star Cafe. Got a great group of folks out here. I've got my buddy Jeremy Harrell of Live From America, uh, the hip-hop patriot. And we're going to be going across this country and, and talking to the people, what's really happening in their neck of the woods. Uh, and then ultimately ending up down on the border in McAllen, Texas, talking to Border Patrol. We've got a, an amazing special that's going to be 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, down there on the border. It's going to be incredible, Amanda. Jeremy, what are you hoping to see? What are you expecting to see? And by the way, thank you. The whole bus thing, this was Jeremy's idea. Jeremy actually sponsored this. He came to us and said, Real America's Voice, let's do this thing. I'm like, man, this is so perfect. We're talking about doing these town halls. It's just like to put the bus to connect them was so genius. Well, I would, I'd like to, like to give the credit to my audience uh, that watches Live from America, the show that I do, because they're the ones that actually uh, subscribe and donate and, and, and allow us to be able to do this kind of thing. And I thought, what better way, you know, to give back than to do this, you know, to get out there and not only to give back, but for the, for the people to give their opinions, for the people to give their frustrations without a twisted, lamestream media, you know, uh, spin on it. And that was the whole thing. It's like we all speak the same language. I was just talking to some folks here that said what you just said sounded like I was saying it. And I said, that's the whole point. That is what Real America's Voice is all about. That's what from, Live from America is all about. And we don't care about Woca-Cola or Delta or any of the other uh, lame, stream, woke, you know, woke-topia that they live in. This is Real America, and we're going to go and we're going to get the opinions of Real America, and we're going to get to the truth, whether it be in Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. It's a domino effect, and we're going to be out there... Um, Working, working to get that done. And we're so you want so so very first and foremost, I have to always, always give my credit to you guys. No matter what, it's you guys who made this happen, not me. Maybe it was maybe you know an idea to get the bus going, okay? But it was you guys who got it funded, and you guys who put me out there. Now that was probably the only time that I didn't have my glasses on, and it wasn't because they didn't tell me I couldn't have my glasses on. It was just because. We were in the cafe, we were talking to people, and they're like, okay, it's time to go. And I jumped on there, and we, we started going, I didn't even think about it. All right? Uh, now, I saw a lot of people just jump off on social media. I don't know why. Maybe it's because 
um, you were kicked out or something. But please, guys, do me a favor and get this video shared. So that was the first thing that I wanted to mention. The other thing I want to mention, see how much weight I lost? <laughs> Just from that video alone. Just from that video alone. I saw, I saw that video when we got done. And I was like, ooh, ooh, I better keep losing that weight. <laughs> keep losing that weight. All right. I want to go to a, uh, the war room pandemic when we were on Stephen Bannon's show and uh, show you a little bit from there as well. So here is when we arrived in Texas on the war room pandemic with Steve Bannon. Here we are. <clears throat> now going to go to the border in real America's voice, investigative reporter, Ben Burkhoff. Ben is Ben there in McAllen, Texas? Ben, uh, the bus has now arrived. You guys, we had you on the Saturday show in Georgia. Talk about the voter fraud down there. And you've got Sterling today sitting there going, hey, in, in, in Arizona, it's chain of custody, right? They're breaking a the law out there. Nothing to see here in Georgia. Tell us, you, you arrived in McAllen, Texas. I know you got some events there. But give us your update on the border in the Rio Grande Valley, sir. Well, it's worse than it's ever been, Steve. We are here. We're set up for our event that's going to take place tomorrow. Unlike any other network that's out there, Real America's Voice News is bringing you here. Going to tell you some stories uh, that will shock you and that America has not heard, is not hearing. Uh, and, and the fact that we're here and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are not is, is really the story. This is your first time being down here, Jeremy. What is your your takeaway from it so far? Well, Ben, I, I've been a fr your friend a long time. I've been watching your um, your reporting for a long time, and it's a very different thing seeing it on the other side of the screen than being here. I'm completely disgusted. What we found out there, the ch the, uh, the diapers, the, the backpacks, the clothes, the birth certificates of people from El Salvador, I can't even tell you as a father of five what that means to me. And I'm going to tell you what, American citizens shouldn't have to come down here and report this and shame on Joe Biden, and shame on Kamala Harris. This is ridiculous. I can't. I, I don't have words, Ben. I don't have words. Steve, this is this is something unlike you've ever seen, and I haven't even seen the worst of it. I haven't seen what Ben's seen, and I don't know if I want to. It's ridiculous, and it's it's not America. It's not America, Ben. But uh, that's what this Jeremy, is about. Jeremy, Jeremy Harold. Jeremy Harold. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. But this, ahead, is, this is important because Ben. Ben, you've been doing such great work. You've been going into Mexico, and you know, you and I have been working on this what 10, 12 years. The guys like Jeremy, this is the yep. power. What I say is every town in this country is a border town. And, and you've got to remember, That's right. the globalists, Wall Street, the Chamber of Commerce, the political class, they all want that burden on working-class Hispanics and working-class Americans in the Rio Grande Valley. They don't care about American citizens. And I think that's why the Jeremy Harrells, it's so important to really take, take the scales off people's eyes but show them exactly what's going on, guys. So that was that was one of the three hits that we were doing on Bannon's show. And then we co-hosted an entire hour on, I believe it was Wednesday. We I co-hosted um, with Ben Berkwam and Amanda Head, and we did an entire hour, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't, I'm not going to continue to play clips. Like I said, I'll put those... I'll put those in the uh, in the documentary. But here's what I want to I want to tell you a little bit about my uh, about what I found out about uh, the, the interviews that I did. Um, and my interviews that you'll see, they were with white people, they were with black people, they were with brown people, they were with locals, they were with people that, that, that don't live there. There was so many people that we talked to from all different walks of life. And we really got, I would say, 95% of the people that we talked to 
felt like we felt, felt there was something wrong with the election, felt like we're going to find some fraud, you know, felt like there was something going on at the border. They felt like something was wrong. And we, I even, I even jumped off the bus and rhymed, did some hip hop with a Biden supporter. And he's going to come on this show and he's probably watching right now. He's going to come on this show and hopefully we'll bring him to the right side with giving him a little bit of uh, education. But you know what he said to me? He said this to me. He goes, I don't know if I voted for Biden because the news told me to, or if because the news told me not to vote for Trump. That's what he said. He said, I don't know if I voted for him because the news told me to, or whether it was because they told me not to vote for Trump. At least he was real. At least he was honest. You know what I mean? So let me break down a few things. There was a gentleman named Leo. He was from Brownsville, Texas. Now, before I even go into this, I want to say I'm very, very, very sorry for the people that I did not get to meet. Some people lived right there in McAllen, and I'm very sorry. But when we got there from dusk till dawn, we had a schedule. We were out on these uh, landowners' land, or we were with Border Patrol, or we were with you know, uh, the Attorney General or something. And a lot of those places had security issues where people couldn't be, and it was extremely difficult. And when we got there, I was staying at a different place than the bus and it just the time didn't allow it once we got there. We did meet so many people on the way. We had dinner with people. We had breakfasts with people. We told people we were going to be. People showed up. I have pictures to show that. And again, I'm very sorry if I didn't get to meet you. But let me talk about Leo. Leo's from Brownsville, Texas. Okay? He is an immigrant from Mexico. Him and his wife live in Brownsville, Texas. She works for Customs, Border Customs. And, um, and he said that he's afraid to live in his own house. Literally said that he was afraid to live in his own house. He's a truck driver. We actually met him in Alabama or Louisiana. I can't remember which state it was where we met him. Maybe it was Louisiana. But he was from Brownsville, Texas, which was south of where we were in McAllen, I believe. And he said that when he's out on the road driving, he's truly afraid for his wife at home. And I said, did you ever think that would be the case here in America? Did you ever think that you as, a, as an immigrant to this country, that you would ever have to be afraid again? That you'd have to, ever have to be scared for your family, scared for your wife, scared for your home? He said, I never would have ever believed that. Never would have believed that. Then we talk, I talked to uh, the landowner that the border wall, so there's two walls, ladies and gentlemen. There's the federal government's wall, which is completely stopped and open in so many places. I did some video footage of where the wall stopped, where it was supposed to continue, where it didn't continue, the holes in the border. And then there's a private wall funded by Fisher Industries. Now that wall is a completely different looking wall. It's beautiful. It's got lights all the way around it. It's got cement road next to it. It's got all of the brush and, and wilderness cleared from the other side of the wall, from the Mexican side of the wall, so Border Patrol can see through the wall and see people coming up from the Rio Grande. All right? It's got cameras everywhere. It is so much more efficient. It went up faster and cheaper than the federal government's wall. And this is the guy that was trying to get the bid from the federal government. Okay? Now, it's on a private land. And, the, and this uh, private landowner down there who gave us access to all of this literally built it out of their own pockets because they wanted their land protected. But here's the unbelievable thing about that. I asked him, because the day before we got there, 2,100 illegal aliens came across the border on his land alone that day. That's just on his land alone. That's just in the two-mile stretch that we were visiting. There's 2,000 miles of border, folks. 2,000. And what, there's only like 500 miles of wall built? So think about that. If 2,100 came across in one day where we were the day after, 
they came the day before, we came the day after they were there. If 2,100 came across just that day, how many do you think are coming? So I asked him, I said, do you have the, op- do you have the opportunity to stop them? Can you put up, um, uh, you know, no trespassing signs? Can you physically, you know, get out there? Can you, could you get your workers to stop them? Could you stop them in any way? Is there any way you can impede them? And he said, no. And even uh, Ben Berkwam said the same thing. If they try to impede them, if they try to stop them, if they try to make it so they can't come across on their own private land, they can be arrested and charged with felonies from the federal government. And that comes down from the White House, the current White House and the resident that's illegally occupying it right now. Can you imagine that? Your own land your own land, your own private land that you own. And you have to not only allow people who are not supposed to be in this country on it, but you have to let yourself be invaded on your own land, in our own country, or you'll go to jail. Think about that. That is the most sickening thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Now, Border Patrol doesn't like this. Uh, Customs doesn't like this. Texas state troopers and the and the gunner boats that they have working in tandem with Border Patrol, they don't like this. But you know what they told me? They said the people are coming across thousands a day and they go right to Border Patrol and they just turn themselves in. There are a select few who are wanted, who are felons, who've been deported, who try to run and they get across and they run. He said, but most of them, a majority of them, 90% plus are coming across because they know they're going to give, uh, be given asylum. They know they're going to be giving, given a home and no matter where they go is better than where they came from or the, or the trip, um, that they made. Okay. So what he says is they come across the border and they're given a bottle of water, a mask. They get pictures taken of them. Any documents that they have, Border Patrol will take, and then they will round them all up, they'll put them in a vehicle, and they'll take them to a detention center. And from that detention center, they're then given airline tickets, they're then given money, and they're then sent into the United States of America. So most of the people are coming across, they're not even trying to run. They're just coming across illegally, going right to Border Patrol, saying, hey, I'm here. And Border Patrol says, hey, welcome, come on in. That's how it's going right now. And I asked the landowner, I said to him, I said, if you were to tell me, if you were going to give a comparison and percentage, how much worse is it now, meaning how many more people are coming across now than it was even two years ago under President Trump? His exact words, and I quote, were, it is a billion times worse. A billion times worse. Now, he was just obviously just throwing out a number, but that's how, in his head, that's how worse it is. A billion times worse. And I said, that's unbelievable. So I, uh, I talked to Border Patrol. They all said the same thing. Border Patrol, Texas State Troopers, and the Attorney General, uh, Ken Paxton, who I had an amazing conversation with, which I got on camera as well. Uh, well, actually, Ben is having the conversation with him, and I'm talking from this side of the camera. He's the one who told me, they're the ones that told me that the United States is now the number one slave trade um, country in the world. I could not believe it. Couldn't believe it. Locals down there told me they've never seen anything like this. Most of the locals down there are Hispanic. Most of the locals down there are either zero-gen, first-gen, or second-generation Americans, and they want the they want the wall built. Most of the Hispanics that live along that border in Brownsville or McAllen or even over in uh, Arizona and Yuma and everything, they they want people to come legally because they came legally. Because they came legally. 
Now, one of the worst things that happened while we were down there was when we were walking through the woods. So Ben, myself, two angel moms, and if you have not seen the angel moms uh, testimony, I put it up on YouTube and I put it on Instagram as well. It's sad. It is extremely sad. And when we did that hour-long video, which I will give find a link to and give to you all as well, uh, they explain it even more. But we all decided we were going to go walk along the Rio Grande uh, on the on the uh, through the woods, through the weeds, through the through the um, the bush to see what we could find. Because Ben's been down there many times, and he says, "Here's all the paths. You you wouldn't be able to count the number of rubber rafts on the Mexico side and the United States side that are just lining the shore of the Rio Grande. They're just lining the the the, the sides of the Rio Grande, just rubber rafts from people coming over every day, all day, just trash, trash, trash." And so we went down there and he, he was showing us, Ben was showing us like, you know, where the, the points of entry, the illegal points of entry are happening. And what's ha- when, what happened, uh, what happens there is they come across and they, and they literally live in those weeds until they can come up and either go to border patrol or, or illegally get themselves into the country somehow. And the, the amount of trash that we found was unbelievable. Uh, water bottles, diapers, uh, syringes, uh, clothes, baby clothes, backpacks, brand new backpacks too. You could tell they were just bought, but once they get over here, they don't need them anymore. These, um, uh, tons of stuff. We found documents from El Salvador, Guatemala, everywhere in South America, Mexico. We found documents ripped up that people were using to get kids in or using to get themselves in. So why they were ripped up, I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea why they were ripped up. Probably because they already got over here and they didn't need him anymore. They thought they might have needed him, but realized very quick that it's true. Biden's border patrol is told to let them in. So they're like, oh, we don't need him. Throw them up. Left the legal documents behind. Here's the scariest part, though. We found birth certificates. And thank God we had angel moms with us who could interpret the birth certificates. Okay? Especially the ones from El Salvador and stuff like that. And we were reading them. I had them on camera. And we were reading them. And the, and the worst part about re- we found full birth certificates. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm saying, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. We know that kids are being recycled. We know that kids are being raped. We know that kids are being tortured. We know that they're being used to get adults across and then they're sent back and used again. I can't even fathom. I mean, it's easy. It's not easy to even say it, but it's one thing to say it. But when you really think about a poor child who's used, brought across the border, sent back, they're in 100 degree weather, they're traveling, they're sick, they're tired, they're raped, they're molested, whatever it is. Can you just imagine the atrocities that these children are going through? So we're looking at these birth certificates and I thought to myself, I go, wait a minute, if these birth certificates are here and they're not married with the children that that are on this birth certificate, why, it begs the question, why isn't the birth certificate needed anymore? Border Patrol and Texas State Troopers and and Attorney General Ken Paxton, they said that 90% of the children that come across the border unaccompanied or even with somebody are not belonging to the parents that they're with. 90%. So I'm sitting there going, okay, if the if the birth certificate is here, where's the kid? And why and, and, and if the kid came across and needs this to further themselves into the country or to find a parent uh, a group to sponsor them or whatever, why isn't it with them? It begs the question, are they even alive anymore? Are they alive or are they dead? That's the scary part. That's the scary part. Then when, as I was leaving, 
McAllen. I walked into the airport at 4.30 in the morning because my flight was at 6. And I took pictures. And I it, it even broke my heart to take the pictures. Little girls, my youngest daughter's age, 3 and 4 years old, little boys, laying, lining the airport up, lining the floor up. No masks. They're not even made to wear masks, by the way. They're sitting there with their, uh, their, their the, the adults are sitting there with phones. Um, but the kids are just laying on the floor, literally laying on the floor. This one girl had her arm behind her back and she's sleeping at four 30 in the morning, just in this most uncomfortable way possible. But I thought to myself, I said, wow, the, the good part about that is she's here. She's in air conditioning. She's safe. This little four year old girl is here and she's safe. That's the good part. The bad part is everything else. Anything else that your mind can imagine is the bad part. The good part about it is, is the little girl's safe. I almost cried. I want to cry now after getting home and seeing my four-year-old after not seeing her for a week. And these little kids are lining the streets of the airport and nobody cares. And the left thinks that we're heartless because we don't want people to come across the border. No, it's just the other way around. That's the narrative of the left. We care about the kids. We care about the people who aren't felons, who aren't coming over here to rape, murder, torture, that they're coming for a better life. Hell, I'd come too. If I lived in that kind of life and, this, and, 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 the, and, the, and the current resident of the United States said, hey, come on in, I'd come too. You, can you blame them? And we're looked as, the, we're the, 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 the inhumane people, that we don't care about them. We do care about them. The very reason, the very reason they're coming is because the president told them to come. And that they're letting them in. So what's that doing? It's fostering the drug activity. It's fostering the sex trafficking. It's fostering the slave trade. It's fostering these poor children being recycled. It isn't our problem. It's the left's problem. And they're the ones causing it. They're the ones aiding and abetting the drug trafficking. They're aiding and abetting the sex trafficking. They're aiding and abetting the illegal activity. All the illegal activity that's coming across the border. They're aiding and abetting the evasion. All of it. And I asked these landowners and these locals, when President Trump was president, was it like this? And they said, no, you'd still have people coming across the border, but they would come across very, very scarcely and they would run and they would hide. And if they did get caught, they were stopped and they were sent back. So the drug cartels who own that border, by the way, and I found out own the hospitals along the border. So if they own the hospital... Get this, the Clinton Foundation and the drug cartels are in partnership owning and running the hospitals down there. And that's why they want to keep the CCP thing going, CCPV thing going, because they're getting billions and billions of dollars from the federal government and from people to make sure they keep this going and keep this going. The Clinton Foundation and the cartels. Matter of fact, I can tell you right now, I got a text this morning, the name Alonzo Cantu. Alonzo, C-A-N-2-T-U. He is the biggest Democratic donor to Texas Republicans. And I come to find out that Alonzo Cantu is the one who's in charge of the cartels, is the one working with the, with the Clinton Foundation. Alonzo Cantu is the biggest Democrat donor to Texas Republicans. Greg Abbott is one of uh, Texas. Alonzo Cantu is one of Greg Abbott's, Governor Greg Abbott's biggest campaign donors. This is journalism, folks. I'm not even a journalist. I'm not a journalist. That's what I found out by going to the border for two or three days. But yet, Kamala Harris and Biden can't go down there? Alonzo 
Cantu, C-A-N-T-U, one of the largest donors to Texas Republicans like Greg Abbott. And here I've been praising Greg Abbott. But you never know what goes on behind the scenes. I don't know everything that goes on in all these other states. All I do is grab uh, information from everywhere, research it, vet it, and give it to you. But until you go to these places, you don't know these things. Now, let's get off that for a minute and let's get, about, let's get to Georgia and what I found out in Georgia. Georgia's um, election integrity and what happened down there and what they really want. Now, this isn't me saying this, so don't get mad at me, okay? This is what Georgians told me. They do not want... Now, and I'm not saying every Georgian. I'm not. I'm not because let's say that there was a hundred that I spoke to. But out of the hundred people that I spoke to there that were Georgians, that were Republicans, they do not want Vernon Jones as governor. As a matter of fact, of the hundred that I talked to there, and I was all about endorsing Vernon Jones, he was invited to our event and he did not come, which begs the question, why? Because he's getting exposure, he's getting exposure by RAV, uh, Real America's Voice, why didn't he come? Okay, he goes to all these other small events, but he didn't come here. He likes to crowd surf at Trump rallies, but he didn't come here. Because we were going to ask him these hard questions, okay? So a lot of Georgians were telling me, and and don't shoot the messenger here. Again, do not shoot the messenger. And this isn't even telling me who you should, this isn't me telling you who you should go vote for. But all these Georgians that I asked said they would rather vote for Kemp, even though knowing what he did, which blew my mind, than Vernon Jones. And I got to think to myself, if you would rather vote for Kemp than Vernon Jones, knowing what he did, Begs the question, what is wrong with Vernon Jones? And all of them say, the devil that you know is better than the devil that you don't know, especially when he jumped up and came out of nowhere and started crowd surfing. Now, could he have become a Trump supporter? Yes. Could he have changed his mind so quickly? Yes. But people down there were telling me that as, the, as, as, uh, as one of the, the, the top members of the Democratic Party down there, that he did some pretty terrible things. So to switch that quickly, and I'm just sitting here thinking, wow. What is going on down here in Georgia? Now, 30% of those folks that voted for Kemp uh, and then left him because of, what he, because, of, because of what happened in the election have come back since he signed the election integrity laws. And I said to myself, I said to myself, what would make you completely back in, in, on the Kemp train? And they said, if he got rid of Dominion, whoever gets rid of Dominion will be the rock star in Georgia. And I said, well, out of all the people to run, who's the biggest rock star? to run for the governor. And they said, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, again, I don't live in Georgia. I don't. And I, and, and you know what? I my personally, myself, I would probably vote for Vernon Jones over Kemp because of the bad stuff that Kemp did. If you do if you have an accident or you, or you fail to speak up or something like that, that's one thing. But when you purposely, purposely try to hurt president Donald J. Trump, like Kemp did purposely, I have a big problem with that. That means that your integrity is so low that you sold it out to the CCP or whoever just to try to get over on President Donald J. Trump. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is just my reporting to you from what I was out there. You want me to go get the truth? You want me to go get the truth? I'm going to go get the truth and I'm going to bring it back to you. Unscripted, untethered, unswitched, unchanged. Now, speaking of Georgia election integrity, you have to ask yourself, Raffensperger and his swamp donkey lapdog, Gabriel Sterling, those two need to go. Now, unfortunately, 
unfortunately, the Secretary of State down there isn't appointed by the governor. He's elected. So that means Georgians elected. They elected Brad Raffensperger. Gabriel Sterling and him are there, and they're all up in arms. They're going on TV, and they're bashing the Arizona audit. Now, you got to ask yourself, why would the Secretary of State of Georgia and, the, and his lap, swamp donkey lapdog, Gabriel Sterling, why would they be bashing what another state is doing with their election laws and their audit? I'll tell you why. Because the dominoes are starting to fall. That's why. The dominoes are starting to fall. And once Arizona falls, the rest of them fall. Like right here in New Hampshire with what they're trying to do in New Hampshire. Don't think that I didn't see that while I was on the road. Don't think that I already already have not been on the phone. Don't think that we're going to let this go here in New Hampshire either. Okay? But you know when you hear people like Jimmy Kimmel and you hear people like Stephen Colbert on their stupid loser late night talk shows when they're talking about the Arizona thing and how it's just it's just garbage it's just stupid they're never going to find anything but yet they send a hundred lawyers over there to stop it they're still trying to stop it and then you got secretaries of states and lapdogs of those secretary of states in different states that have nothing to do with them trying to trash it you know what they're trying to do they're trying to already uh, demonize what they're going to find they know what they're going to find so because they're not able to stop it they have to bring it down they have to bring it down to their level. They have to delegitimize it. They have to tell you that what you're going to find, what we're going to find out is wrong and it's not real and it's partisan and it's Republican. That it wasn't found, that the stuff that they found is not true, just like they tried to do Mike Lindell. They do not honor the truth, period. And their house of cards are starting to crumble. Why? Because you can't beat God. I say it every day. You cannot beat God. So they're trying to discredit it. They're trying to make it so that whatever you find is, oh, that's not real. That's fake. That's not real. That's fake. So speaking of Mike Lindell, let's go ahead and give Mike Lindell right now the Smarty Award of the day. Boom. Mike Lindell. He goes on there. He goes on um, on Jimmy Kimmel, knowing that he's going into the lion's den. And you want to know what's funny about that? Now, everybody has their own point of view. Like, I, I, when, when, when Jimmy Kimmel was calling him a crackhead and saying, I worry about you because of the crack, I would have answered completely different. But who knows? My way is not the right way. Mike Lindell kept his composure. He kept his calm. He showed the world that he was not a kook. He showed the world that he was not a crazy person. He showed the world that he was very intelligent. He showed the world that he was very reserved, very calm. Why? Because the truth is on his side. Why do you have to lower yourself to Jimmy Kimmel? Remember when he was on that man whore show or whatever it was? This guy's claim to fame is nothing. He got picked to be a a, a, a late night talk show host. He got picked. He didn't invent anything. He's not a billionaire. He didn't create jobs. He didn't uh, uh, create a way out for people. He didn't build billion dollar industries to send things to all over the world. He's a loser who runs his mouth who was on some drunk man whore show back in the day with Adam Carolla. The guy's a worthless nothing. Okay, and Mike Lindell made him look stupid, made him look like he was grabbing at straws to try to insult him. So big shout out to Mike Lindell, big shout out to my pillow. And here's uh, me letting you know that I did exactly what you guys said I should do. I partnered with Mike Lindell. And the great thing about a partnership with Mike Lindell is he's giving back live from America 50 percent of the revenue, a true partnership.
So if you do go to MyPillow.com and you buy slippers, you buy pillows, you buy you know sheets or mattresses or dog beds or whatever it is, and you put the promo code in LFA for Live From America, 50% of that comes to Live From America, which alleviates some of the donorship you know, when, when people are having hard times. So if you buy something from Mike Lindell, please go over there because you're not only supporting me, you're supporting the 2,500 people that work for him and you're supporting his efforts to get this election integrity stuff out there. So I want to give a big Smarty Award to him for going on there, holding his composure, and, and, and making Jimmy Kimmel look stupid. Okay? Making Jimmy Kimmel look absolutely stupid. Now, moving on to some more Smarties. Off to the Florida Senate, because it passed the House, I think, 72 to 40 or something like that. Now it's on its way to the Senate. And if this passes the Senate, it will be signed into law that any CCPV passport will be completely illegal. And any school or any business that forces you to either have a CCPV passport or makes you show any kind of proof that you were inoculated in any way, shape, or form to come into their facility to shop at their store, if, it is, if, if they do any of this down there after this passes the Senate, then they will get fined $5,000 for their first for their first violation of that law. So if you live in Florida, you want to get out there and you want to call your state senate and you want to tell them pass this bill. The bill is called SB 2006. That's 2006. If you live in Florida, please, ladies and gentlemen, call your state senate today, right now, and say we want SB 2006 passed now because this is another form of standing up. This is another form of saying, you know what? We are stronger united and we are not going to let these people do this to us anymore. And as a matter of fact, they're not the only ones. Folks, they're not the only ones that are doing this. The state of Montana is doing the same thing. Okay? The state of Montana is doing the same exact thing. Their house has passed a similar bill that says you are not going to be doing any kind of CCPV passports here in Montana. So shout out to Montana legislature for passing uh, HB 702, which is now going to the Senate. Shout out to Florida for passing uh, HB 2006, which is now SB 2006. If you live in Montana or if you live in Florida, ladies and gentlemen, call your state Senate. Tell them, again, if you live in Montana, it's going to be SB 702. And if you live in Florida, it's SB 2006. Okay? Now... I found something very interesting today. Now, because we're just talking about this, this really doesn't have anything to do with CCPV passports, but it does have everything to do with what we're going through as a nation right now. So I want to enlarge this real quick, and I want to show you this video that I found on OANN's, that's One American News uh, Instagram. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty telling. It's pretty funny, considering the left wants this. And wait till you see these crazy people out here and what they're doing. Watch this. Check this out. Oh, hold on. Check. Look at that. Okay, what? This is no joke. What they're doing to the kids. Dum 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 dum. 
Dum 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 dum. Look at that poor baby. Look at that. Oh my Lanta. Dum 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 There you go, folks. Brought to you, in part, by Dum Dum Dr. Fauci himself. The world has gone to hell in a handbasket. Absolutely stupidity. Absolute stupidity. At what point do you go from dumb to stupid? I don't know. But what they've done to children there, what they've did to people, dogs, everything, swimming with, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, we got a couple more news stories to get to. Again, I knew it was going to be a long one today. I'll try to wrap it up here in a few minutes, folks. President Trump told Ma, uh, Maria Bartiromo, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, that he will be running again in 2024. He straight said, yes, I will be. But he's going to announce it officially after the 2022 midterms. Now, I want to get to a conversation that I was having with my family, which I consider all you my family, on Telegram yesterday. I keep talking about 2022 and 2024. A lot of you hate it when I do that. A lot of you can't stand when I talk about the possibility of President Trump and Ron DeSantis running together because a lot of you feel that we can't get to that point. We can't get to there because we'll never have a free and fair election ever again and we're never going to get to that point anyway and stop talking about it. We need to only talk about what happened and try to reverse it. I agree with you. I'm not saying we only look there. I've been saying for months and months and months, this is a two-fight battle. This is a two-fight front. We need to fight for what happened in the past, and we need to fight for what happened in the future. Now, let me ask you this. This is the best way that I can put it, okay? Every army, every, every battle, every war, every sports team, every MMA fighter, they have a plan. They have a very specific plan that they want to do, an attack front, a fight, a battle. But they also have contingency plans, meaning that if that plan doesn't go as planned, if that plan doesn't work out, if their battle strategy does not work out, they have to have a contingency plan for in case that kind of thing happens. So let me ask you this. If, we're, if you're a fighter, let's say, and you're boxing somebody, and you know that that right hook from that boxer that you're about to fight is their best weapon, you spend your entire training camp trying to make sure that there's different ways to protect yourself on your left side from their right hook because that's the power, right? So you got to protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. 
Okay? And then what happens? I don't know if you're a UFC fan or not, but look what happened to Jorge Masvidal from Florida, who is a Trump supporter, who is a DeSantis supporter. Okay? He thought that Kamaru Usman was only a wrestler, that he had no power. So he was keeping his arms down, keeping his hands down. Next thing he knows, boom, here comes the power, knocked him straight out. His game plan was to protect against wrestling. But he did not use his contingency plan, which was, hey, got to protect my face. Got to protect my head. You have to have more plan. So I want in every way, shape, or form for all of the stuff that happened in 2020 to be exposed and people to go to jail. I'm out there fighting that. I am. I haven't forgot about that. It's not like I said, oh, well, that just happened. Let's work towards 2022 and 2024. No, not at all. I'm fighting that 2020 thing just as much as I'm fighting for 2022 and 2024. Why? Because we've already seen what the Democrats are capable of. We've already seen what the Rhinos are capable of. We've seen what Mike Pence is capable of. And nothing would surprise me anymore. We could get out all of the audits. We could expose as much possible. And they would still have a... uh, we, We still might not be able to overturn it. Okay? So what would happen if we put all our eggs into that one basket, fought for that, but did not fight for states to uh, to sign election integrity laws, did not fight for people to run for state senate and state representative and school board, did not fight to get people um, knowledgeable about how much power their state has, and we only fought for the what happened in the past. Well then, if what happened in the past doesn't come to fruition, 2022 comes and we did not work at all. All of a sudden, 2022 happens the same way 2020 happened and 2024, and it's a revolving, it's just a revolving door. It's just a circle back sacky over and over and over again. So when I say those things, I'm not looking past what happened in the past. I'm fighting that fight, but I'm also fighting this fight. So when President Trump comes out and tells Mar- Maria Bartiromo, we're still fighting this and we're going we're gonna to expose a lot and we're going to hopefully get it overturned. However, I will announce me running for president after the 2022 midterms. The reason why he's not doing it now, because he never conceded. So if we can get to a point where we can overturn, then he doesn't have to run. But if we get to the 2022 midterms and this still isn't worked out and this still isn't overturned, then he has to then run again. So when I say that, please, folks, understand that I'm not a dummy. (laughs) I'm not just working on one side of the aisle. I'm fighting both fronts as strong and as hard as I possibly can. And I encourage you to do the same thing. I encourage you to do the same thing. Like Arizona parents standing up and fighting. Did you see what happened in Arizona? Did you see Arizona parents going in and disrupting that school board until the school board actually called the police and then they canceled the rest of their meeting? Since that night, which I believe was three days ago now, three other school districts have already canceled their school board meetings because they're afraid of the parents. Think about that. The people, they live in those communities. They're elected by those parents. And now they're preemptively canceling their school board meetings because they're afraid of the parents coming in and doing exactly what happened at that Arizona school board meeting that was caught on video. They don't want it to happen because they know we're starting to stand up. They know the dominoes are falling and they know we're going to win. Amen. We keep fighting. We keep fighting on all fronts. We don't give up on one to just look at the other. We are, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, folks. We are Americans. Remember your heart. Remember your soul. Remember your 3% that stood up for the rest of the country. And let's raise that 3% to 30%, shall we? Because if we can do that, if we can do that, folks, the world is our oyster. Now, President Trump also said that he would like uh, Ron DeSantis to run with him. I've been saying that. 
So if we don't get it overturned, what happened, then who's going to beat President Trump and Ron DeSantis, especially if President Trump is working with all of these red states to make sure those swing states never do what happened again in 2020. It's already started. They're never going to be able to do on the level of they did in 2020 already right today. If the, if, if the elections were held today, they would not be able to do what happened in 2020. Why? Because uh, election integrity laws have already changed and they're already working towards it. Plus, we know what they're going to do. Last time we didn't know what they were going to do. Now we do. They'll never be able to do that again. So if we don't get the past overturned, Ron DeSantis, Trump 2024, nobody's going to beat him. Nobody's going to stop him. And then because of what we exposed, you're going to see eight years of Ron DeSantis. That's just my personal you know, opinion. All right. Um, on JeremyHerald.com, there's now an American business tab. It's called America Strong. You guys have all sent me your information for your small American businesses for me to put on there. I'm still in the process of getting all that information over to my web guy so he can put it on there. But in the meantime, if you have a small business and you're in America or you know somebody who has a small business, go to my website, Jeremy Harrell, H-E-R-R-E-L-L.com. Click the America Strong Business tab. Sign up so that your business can be put on my website so people can go in there and they can shop with you. Link to where you're from. Answer all the questions, and we'll make sure that we stick together as conservatives and that we continue to grow as conservatives and spend our money with conservatives because the only way we're going to get this woke-topia world out of here and all of this nonsense is to bankrupt them. So instead of shopping at places that don't want you to shop with them, unless we're firm, shop with small American businesses, and that was the whole reason that I put that up there. The Bible tab is coming soon. I have about 300 Bibles to give away. And we're going to put that on there too to be organized and to be efficient. Make sure again, if you go to MyPillow.com, put an LFA so that 50% of that revenue comes back to us. Sign up for my newsletter on my website. Listen to awesome MAGA music. Watch old videos and become a monthly donor if you can. And guys, if you have already, if you haven't already, let me know your address. Send that to me as well so that we can get you a Swamp Donkey sticker if you're a donor. All right, folks, that's going to end today's show. We've been on for an hour and 17 minutes. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. I will see you tonight live at 5 for more live from America, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, please, Share these videos. Get them out there, even at the risk of being suspended. Because what do you really care for anyway if some liberal platform suspends you for sharing the gospel, sharing the truth, and sharing what's really going on in this world today? God bless you all. See you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. Have a great show. Have a great day, folks. Rebirth of America.